Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Chatty Fox Conversations with a 20-something with me, Melissa, a 20-something. Thank you guys for tuning in again to listen to another episode. I have a good one today. I know I always say that, but this one, it's basically like just Instagram interactions. Like it's literally me reading your hangover stories and your hangover cures because I was surprised. I actually got a lot of entries and I was like, I think this is perfect, like enough for it to be like a whole episode. So that's what it is today. It's all about you guys. Thank you again for the support. You know, I always say this, but I appreciate everyone who just, you know, supports me, listens to my episodes and also participates in my Instagram interactions, gives their point of view because that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about 20 somethings and, you know, not even just 20 somethings, but just everyone in general giving their point of view on different topics. And I, I mean, I just, I am glad that that's actually a thing with my podcast now. Like I actually am getting interactions and interviews and stuff. So thank you again. And, you know, I always say this, but if you're interested in being on the podcast with me, definitely hit me up. I am open to talking to anyone about anything honestly anything and I just I love doing this and you know of course we'll do it over a glass of wine or anything if you're not into wine we can do a cocktail or whatever you're into we can even do a beer I love beer as well but anyway before we get into the fun topic of course we have to get into the wine segment so today I chose to pick this wine that I actually had for a long time I had it saved here specifically for a podcast episode, but I just never got around to it, and I finally got around to it, and I also made a TikTok about it, so if you haven't seen it, make sure you go follow my TikTok at the chatty fox underscore, but today I am drinking 19 Crimes Martha's Chard. I'm sure you've seen Miss Martha at your local Target or your local grocery store. She was, she is right next to Mr. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> like these two are from the same brand. It's 19 Crimes. And I was actually shocked when I saw this wine at first. So I was like, I knew I had to try it because I'm really getting into Chardonnays now. So I really wanted to try this out and see like what the hype is about. So like I said, it's Martha's Chard. It's a 2020 Chardonnay, and it's the alcohol content right here. It says 13.8%. So let's give it a shot. Let me open it. Okay, so right off the bat, the color is very yellow. So if you remember from my episode with Cynthia, we used a P chart or like the the radiant, the what's it called? The gradient or you know, you know what I mean of like different P's. So like if you're really hydrated, your P is very light yellow. If you're dehydrated, your P is going to be very golden yellow. Kind of like that wine I had a few weeks ago, the, the final girls orange wine. That's a dehydrated P. But this one right here, it's a very golden yellow. It's more like, actually, it's close to like bronzy golden yellow. So it's kind of like in the middle. It's like, you know, you you could use a little bit of water, but I think you're okay. So that's the, this kind of colored wine. It's, you know, that's how you can tell it's very oaky. Um, usually if it's like a Chardonnay, they're typically very darker yellow compared to like a Pinot Grigio type of yellow. 
So right off the bat, that's how it looks like. As for the smell, it's very, very fresh and fruity. Like I smell, it's, I want to say it's citrus, but it's not very, it's not like an orangey citrus. It's more like a, I would say like a, I'm, this is not citrus, but I smell like melon, like fresh fruit type of smell. And honestly, kind of like a hint of like apple juice too. Honestly, it's, it smells really good. And I definitely don't smell like, like you know how when you smell a wine that has a lot of alcohol, like it smells very strong, kind of like if the insides of your nose burn, that does not how this smells, like that's not how this smells like. It's very fresh and I think also because it's chilled too. Mm, okay, so right after tasting it, which I'm sure you can tell because there's a lot of water in my mouth, it's very acidic. It made my mouth water. That's how you know a wine is acidic. <laughs> Sorry if it's annoying, but it's really good. It's very juicy. And you know, that's how you know it does have some alcohol. So like I said, it's 13.5%. And once I swallowed it, like you can taste the alcohol, but it's not too bad. Like it did burn a little, but like not like a red dry wine would. But it, the finish was a little like smooth after that. Like after you that and it goes down your throat, it was very soft and smooth. And I really liked that. That was, it was very good. I like this one. I usually drink my Chardonnays with popcorn because it's, since the popcorn is very buttery, along with this full body yellow and the kind of like the full tartiness of this wine together with popcorn would be chef's kiss honestly i dare please i i suggest you try that out in your nearest amc or wherever you go watch movies next time you get popcorn get some chardonnay wine and i said amc because i know they have a bar but wherever you go i'm pretty sure maybe they might have a bar definitely try it let me know if you like it i recommend it but overall i this wine is pretty good it probably like would not taste as good if it's not chilled so make sure you chill this wine a little bit before you drink it i would give this one a 9 out of 10 honestly miss martha you did a good job <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't even know if she actually made this wine or if they just put her face on it oh i didn't even read the back of the bottle <sighs> okay let's read that it says 19 crimes tells the true story of rule breakers who beat the odds and overcame adversity to become folk heroes interesting because miss martha went to jail this spirit lives on today through innovators like martha stewart a self-made icon who built a domestic empire oh did she martha's drive embodies the timeless venues of the 19 crimes mavericks who came before her scan for more oh that's very interesting that's another thing about 19 crimes in general like the wine they always have like a qr code that you can scan and i think there's like an app too i don't know if the app is called 19 crimes but if you download it and you kind of use your camera and sh and like take a picture or a video of the wine bottle then the characters talk to you so for example let me try with this one so the app is called living wine labels and you can use it for like a couple of brands i think but they mainly have 19 crimes so let's try her out let's try let's see what miss martha has to say i've never been big on labels but this one is the exception people keep telling me i should bottle my success okay 
the world doesn't need just another Chardonnay. It needs a great one. Okay, Miss Martha. Thank you for those wise words on my podcast. <laughs> hope you guys liked that and hope you guys liked this wine segment. But before I get into today's topic, you already know the drill. I'm going to give a little mini wine lesson. And in light of the overall topic of today's episode, which is hangovers, it's just going to be a little mini wine lesson slash debunking a myth, which is does wine cause headaches? And I wanted to mention this because I've heard a lot of people I know, especially like my friends, my mom, everyone tell me that they don't like to drink wine because it gives them headaches. And, you know, that may be like true. You know, I get headaches sometimes too. But I wanted to dive a little bit deeper because I listen, I mentioned her many, many times. I listen to Sarah Roth, who's a sommelier, and she has her own podcast, The Wine CEO. And she has an episode about this that's literally called um does wine give me headaches or something like that i'm gonna have it linked in the show notes but i listened to it and i thought it'd be perfect to just mention on here briefly just so my friends and followers can know just a little fun fact and it relates to today's topic so why not okay so she mentioned or i'm pretty sure you've heard it everywhere that sulfites and tannins are the ones that cause headaches and those two things are found in wine they're naturally found in wine so both sulfites and tannins are naturally made during the winemaking process sulfites specifically it's called sulfur dioxide they're naturally occurring and an added preservative found in wine and many other foods as well so it's not just in wine you can find sulfites in beer dried fruits or even like flour-based stuff like cookies which sarah roth said which that one took me that one shook me i was like what i didn't know sulfites were in baked goods too but basically obviously it's whatever goes through fermentation but nowadays winemakers use other compounds to preserve wine oh i I didn't mention that sulfites is also a preservative so it makes the wine not go bad sooner but now wines now nowadays use other compounds that don't cause headaches or are not harmful but in reality i i saw this article that again i'm gonna link in the show notes that only a few people experience like side effects and harm well harmful side effects from sulfites and it's not like a common thing so it's only like if you have a severe allergic reaction to things because of asthma or something like that they can experience things like hives, swelling, and anaphylaxis. Or is that how you say anaphylaxis? <laughs> but it's not that common, but people still say that sulfites is the reason that they get side effects and headaches and hangovers, which is why they don't drink wine because it's mainly found in wine. But Sarah Roth herself said that wine doesn't even have that much sulfites in it. I forgot the exact numbers like I'm not gonna get into detail but soda I think she said had more sulfites than wine so she's basically like if you're okay with drinking soda you should be okay drinking wine and the same thing with tannins people say that tannins usually cause headaches as well because they're mainly found in red wines 
because if you don't remember, I mentioned this in a couple of episodes, that tannins are like a chemical compound in wine that make your mouth pucker. And usually like bold, dark red wine do that. And they're not really found in like white wine. So that's why people are like, oh no, I don't like drinking red wine because they make my head hurt. But the real reason why people get headaches from wine is because of three things. Dehydration, sugar, and histamine metabolism. So obviously the one thing that I feel like is common with any alcohol. Sorry. (laughs) Is dehydration. Because duh, obviously alcohol dehydrates you. And that causes a lot of side effects, as you already know, we'll go more into later. So it's important to make sure that you stay hydrated, especially when you drink red wine. And also with the sugar, like that's why people who drink like really sugary wine, like Moscato and Stella Rosa get really bad hangovers. I remember when I was in college, I would binge drink Moscato and those hangovers killed me because my headache would be pounding. So that is true because when I drink red wine, and obviously this is when like I'm also being mindful of staying hydrated, I don't get back bad headaches like I used to do with in college with Moscato when I didn't know better. So it's also in the type of wine that you drink. If it has more sugar, you're more likely to get Stronger headaches, especially if you don't hydrate after or drink water to balance out the alcohol in your bloodstream. In the the same article right here, it says, after your blood sugar shoots too high, it can drop too low after, leading to reactive hypoglycemia or low blood sugar which causes symptoms like shakiness, anxiety, sweating, which is a lot of common symptoms of hangovers. So basically, it's not necessarily the wine itself that's giving you headaches. It's the type of wine that you choose on top of not hydrating yourself that gives you headaches. Obviously, if you drink like a sweet wine in moderation, you're not going to get a headache. So I hope I'm making sense. It's not necessarily the wine itself that always causes you headaches. It's how you drink it and what kind it is. And lastly, I mentioned histamine metabolism. I actually didn't know what histamine was. I had to look it up, but I think it's like a type of other chemical compound in wine, but I heard it's in other alcohol in general. And Some people lack the enzyme that helps metabolize histamine. So basically, the article mentioned that vitamins like vitamin B12 are really good at breaking down histamine. So if you have adequate vitamin B12, then you won't, most likely won't get a headache if you drink a lot of red wine or something like that. But if you're really sensitive, like let's just say you lack that vitamin and you only drink like one and a half glass maybe, then you'll probably be more prone to getting headaches after drinking wine. So this article basically suggested that you make sure that you're hydrated, A, and B, that you 
have adequate vitamin B12. So you can take a vitamin B12 pill, maybe if you know you're going to be drinking wine later. They mentioned antihistamine, which I think you can get at a pharmacy, but I'm not a doctor, okay? Disclaimer, I should have said this in the beginning. I'm not a doctor. Don't listen to me. Don't go to the pharmacist and tell them that I told you to get an antihistamine. I don't even know what it is. But this article said it might help. So consult with your doctor first and then try it out and let me know how it goes. So there you have it. That was a little mini wine lesson on why wines give headaches. Not necessarily like the wine. All wines will give you headaches. It's just how you drink it and what specific wines you're drinking and you're sensitive to. So it's basically like know your body. Know which wines you know, are good with your body because maybe some people are okay with downing a whole Stella Rose and don't get hangovers. But you, if you sip two glasses, you're going to get a really bad hangover. So it's, you just try it out. You know your body. Some people say they don't get hangovers. I don't believe that. <laughs> I think they're lying. I don't believe people who say, oh, I don't get hangovers. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just jealous because I easily get hangovers. <laughs> So I guess if you're one of those people, I'm jealous of you. And please tell me your secret. Well, with that point, actually, that's a good segue into today's topic. But of course, before we get into the topic, let's take a little wine break and we'll be right back. So we're back. And like I said, today is all about reading your Instagram interaction replies. And I basically asked my followers two questions. One, what has been your worst hangover slash hangover story? And two, what are your true promised hangover cures? And I just thought it would be fun to hear them because I feel like everyone has a different hangover cure slash hangover story. I know I do. I'll mention mine as well. But I'm excited to see what you guys said. I haven't like looked at all of them yet. But also, I'm recording parts of this on my phone so I can maybe post snippets of me finally like recording a podcast. Kind of like how actual big podcasters do it. Like I'm not going to record the whole thing cuz I don't have a camera and my phone my phone does not have space for that. But I'm just going to record like snippets of it and it's going to get my reaction. So Okay, so the first section is going to be on hangover stories. So before I get into the Instagram interaction stories, let me just give my hangover story. Well, I have a couple. I'll just briefly say them because I get hangovers all the time. I fucking hate them. But the first time I got a hangover was the first time I drank, obviously. It was in my Europe trip that I took in 2016, I think. So I was 16, if I'm not mistaken. 2016 no I was 16 so it was I think 2011 or 12 I don't know I was in high school okay so I went to Europe with my class or like my school and I got in obviously like you're able to drink over there so we bought alcohol and we actually drank in the hotel because obviously we didn't want to get in trouble by the teacher and I remember, like, you know, that was my first time getting drunk. So I was like, oh my God, is this how it really feels? I remember even asking, like, like, am I supposed to feel numb? And then the next morning, oh my God, like, I, first of all, it was so hard to wake up because the next morning was when we had to pack and, like, move 
to another city. So we were in Barcelona at the time, and then we were going to go straight to Paris, but on a train, on a high-speed train. And, oh my god, what we did was that not only did we take the high-speed train, but we stopped somewhere first. So it was basically like an excursion-filled day, and I had a really bad headache. And I remember being in this train, I really needed to throw up. And I don't, thankfully, miraculously, I don't know how, but I did not throw up. I was managed to be okay to keep it in, but I remember being really nauseous the whole time. I, and the whole time that not only were we on this freaking high-speed train and I couldn't look out the window because I knew I was going to throw up, but it was just a nice place that we went to after. We were, we went to the south southern france to carcassonne i think it's called it's like a little medieval town and it was so cute like i remember everything was like very medieval it's like a small town with small shops and i just felt like it really ruined it for me because i just wanted to sleep but at the same time it's like you know you're out there traveling so obviously now i know how to control myself i know my limits and but back then it was so bad like that was my worst that was my first hangover story, but it was also my worst because, you know, like it was my first one and I felt like I was going to die and I was like, oh my God, God hates me. He's going to fucking kill me right now for underage drinking. <laughs> but yeah. And then also another hangover that I just remember right now, um, that I guess had a happy ending, even though I was fucking miserable was that during finals week in college, when I worked at Goody's place, AKA kind of like a Chipotle restaurant. I went out to drink literally until like 4 in the morning and my shift started at 6.30 in the morning. Oh no, 7 in the morning because at that time it started at 7. And I don't know why, how I did it. I don't know why I still did it. I didn't call out, but I still went. And I was dying. I was miserable. I felt like I was going to cry. Not only was I sleep deprived, I was nauseous. I had a headache and I had to deal with people. Like, you know, I was legit making the burritos, talking to people but this it was a happy ending because I was really close to the the kitchen ladies, the cooking ladies, and they made menudo. Like they literally on that day out of all days, they randomly made menudo for everyone at work. So obviously that helped a lot. It, like literally speaking of hangover cures, menudo helped. I hate menudo, but at that moment I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna eat it. I and I I did. I ate it, and not only was it good because she made it really good, and she had she even had chopped onions, cilantro, lemons. Honestly, she came prepared. You know what? Shout out to Dolores. If you're hearing this, Dolores, <laughs> like if she has if she knows I have a podcast, but Dolores and Maria and I think there was another lady I can't remember right now on the top of my head, but they were all so nice and. That made my day, so that made my hangover better. But yeah, that was that was my hangover stories. I have way more, obviously, but today's episode is about your hangover stories. So let's see what you guys said. And I wasn't sure if I should keep it anonymous because most of these entries are like my friends slash family. So maybe I'll just like be vague on the names. Maybe I'll say like the first name only or like a nickname. But anyway, so... So first hangover story comes from Erica. And she said, 
drank half a bottle of tequila with a limp noodle the next day and went to a work event at night. She still went out? You still went out? I would I would not. I'd be like, you know what, guys? I'm sick. I cannot go. That's too much. Mm-mm. But then again, maybe because it was in college. I'm assuming this was in college because I know this person that you were able to. Honestly, when you're young, like it's it's so easy like to just get up and go. I can't do that anymore. Just the thought of it makes me nauseous right now. <laughs> but that's crazy. Half a bottle of tequila, that's a lot. That's a lot, especially if it was not good tequila, if it was cheap tequila. Oh my God, I should ask her what kind of tequila it is. Hold on. Okay, she replied, trooper, and she said it was hornitos. I, even I had bad experiences with hornitos tequila. If you have been personally victimized by hornitos tequila, please let me know. Raise your hand, because I'm raising my hand. Okay, the next story is from Miss Carla, and... She said, worst hangover was after Cancun night one. I threw up and had vertigo until 7 p.m. Vertigo? Damn, that's, that sounds like near alcohol poisoning. I remember, I, I wish I was there. I regret that I wasn't there because I heard, I heard from the grapevine. No, I'm just kidding. She told me that she got, she had to be carried to a room. The, we were there for a wedding and the, the groom had to carry her to her room. <laughs> I'm sorry if I exposed you. Sorry if I exposed you, but that's a funny story. Cheers to that. Honestly, all good memories are made when you're drunk. Come on. Like, see, the wedding was made even more fun. They're going to laugh about this. The groom will laugh about it. <laughs> okay, so my third story is from Sherry. I had Sherry on the podcast. It was on the astrology video. And she said, worst hangover I've had was the first time I got drunk. And in parentheses, she said it was red wine and I was 14 or 15. Wine drunk is a whole other breed. A whole other breed. Especially if it's sugary wine. Like I said, I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, getting drunk off of Moscato, do not recommend. Don't recommend. I don't care if it's cheap. Don't do it. Might as well drink some tequila shots and just get it over with. Our next story is from Fern, aka Fernanda. I hope you're okay with me saying that. But she said, One Halloween, I spent the whole next day puking. Legit, didn't stop until 6 p.m. That sounds rough. Oh my god, I, I'm getting flashbacks. Puking, I hate puking. But sometimes it has to be done. Sometimes it has to be done. Also, speaking of Halloween, since it's coming up, or actually, no, it probably passed. Today is October 21st, but this is probably going to come out next month. But stay safe out there, especially if this comes out before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, aka, what is it called? Oh, I did not know it's called Blackout Wednesday. Especially if this comes out before Blackout Wednesday, please be careful and remember these, these stories. Maybe it'll help you and prevent you from not drinking too much and last story comes from nasty della if you know you know she said worst hangover was when i had near alcohol poisoning after drinking half a bottle of tequila again with half a bottle of tequila 
I am getting a headache right now just reading that. Honest, that's that's horrible. I hope that never happens to you again. I hope that you get purity, that your body recuperates. It's probably still recuperating. <laughs> I wonder when this happened, but cheers to that. Lesson of these hangover stories is don't drink half a bottle of tequila. Okay, so that was all of the hangover stories I got. It wasn't that many, but they were very funny. They were very relatable. I've been there. We all been there, I feel. If you drink, then you know. But I did get a lot of entries for hangover cures. And honestly, that's great because as you know from these stories, it, their hangovers are rough, period. Like, they just ruin your day. Especially now, like when I'm older, now that I'm older, hangovers really ruin my day. Like, I cannot do anything the whole day. I am not productive. And now I think I've just started to realize what a anxiety is when I get anxious, when I'm hungover. Like, I know what that feels like now. And it's important to not gatekeep if you have a hangover cure. So let's get into it. What hangover cures do you guys have? And I'm going to start off with the most important one that even I endorse. I use this all the time and it works for me. It's my hangover cure. But also Mark, my friend Mark agrees. And even he said hangover pills. If you have not heard of hangover pills, you need to get on that shit real quick. That is a life changer. Whoever invented hangover pills needs to get their pussy ate from the back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I said that because I saw my friend Brianna's tweet. If Brianna, if you're listening, you remember and you probably you tweeted this a long time ago, I'm pretty sure, but I I I mean if you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, hangover pills are the best invention ever made. If you don't know what they are, they basically are literally pills that you take before and after you drink. So usually if like if I forget to take them before, they still work even if I take them after. But the brand that Mark and I get, it's called Purple Tree. And the pills are literally purple. If you look that up on Amazon, you'll see it right away. It's an Amazon choice. And honestly, I love these pills. I think you, you it's enough even just to take three after you drink before you go to sleep. That's important. Because if you take them the next day, your hangover is already kicked in. It's not going to work. You have to take them the night that you drink before you go to sleep and for 30 pills it's like 18 dollars, so it's not that bad um you can take one two or even three if you like if you're super drunk and honestly it's worked like i've been super drunk before and i would take three um and honestly i woke up feeling okay like you feel okay trust me even if you get like blacked out drunk It'll just, it'll make you feel okay to function. And that's all important. That's, that's the important thing because it'll prevent the worst hangover and you won't regret it. So that's a little, a little shout out to Purple Tree Hangover Pills. I recommend those. And of course, Liquid IV, those things work too. Those can also work even after when you do hang, wake up with a hangover because honestly you need electrolytes and also vitamin b12 pills work when you're hangover hungover too at least like it'll help you bring you back to life okay another hangover cure that was submitted by erica again 
was a Jersey Mike's sandwich. And I love that because she loves, this girl loves Jersey Mike's. She got me into Jersey Mike's and I love Jersey Mike's too. Like, I feel like those cold, cold subs, the Mike's way, it has to be Mike's way. I can definitely see how that could be a good hangover cure, especially when you're hungry and you need like carbs. Their bread is going to be so good and juicy with all the juices from their Mike's soy sauce or like the oils. I, I recommend that. And Sherry's submission for a hangover cure is soup is always a good remedy. And she specifically mentioned, sorry if I say, if I'm saying this wrong, but she mentioned synagogue. Uh, and she said it's a Filipino dish. And I looked it up and it, it's literally, it looks like caldo de res. So if you like that type of soup, then give it a try. I feel like just soup in general, like she said, it's always good. Just like the warm feeling of soup. <laughs> That's why I think men, why menudo works. But yeah, definitely that sounds really good. That's a good tip, pro tip. <laughs> and then speaking of Carla... She also submitted a hangover cure, and hers is so funny. She literally says, just throw it all up, all of it, no matter how much it is. Because <laughs> honestly, that's true. Like sometimes I think if, if there's literally nothing else that's working for you, and it's like what these people are saying, like towards evening time when they're still feeling sick, like 6 p.m., just do it. Just throw up. So I think Honestly, sometimes your body just needs to get rid of the toxins. Like, they're like, bitch, because of you, I'm dying inside. Get this shit out. And honestly, sometimes you just need to throw it all up. I just remembered this one time that, you know what, never mind. I don't know if she wants me to mention it. Actually, no, I'm going to mention it. It's not that bad. But she threw up on the sink when she was taking a shot. I just remembered that right now. I'm sorry, Carla. <laughs> but I just think sometimes if you need to, you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do. Throw it all up and I'm pretty sure 80% you're going to feel better. Okay, and the next hangover cure submitted by Stephanie is egg sandwich and a michelada. Oof, that sounds bomb. Micheladas, I will attest to that, really do cure a hangover. One time I was also hungover until like 6 p.m., and I agreed to go to a brewery for some reason. I don't know why. But since I was there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this michelada trick. And it worked. I felt like brand new after I finished that. So give that a try. And honestly, with the egg sandwich, that sounds bomb. Maybe for breakfast. <laughs> okay, this was literally submitted to me twice. Once by my friend Liz and another one by my cousin Javi. And they said, drink some more. I mean, I've never tried that, probably never will, but if that works for you, that works for you. <laughs> I heard it works. I mean, honestly, like it makes sense. Like if you're in Vegas and you need a rally, that makes sense. Drink some mimosas in the morning. Make sure you don't forget your hangover pills and your electrolytes. Ooh, see, again, right here, Joanna submitted hangover pills as well. See, Joanna and Mark know. They know. So if you don't know, I'm going to put you on. I'm not gatekeeping. Hangover pills are the best thing ever. Please, if you tried them out and they worked for you, let me know. 
The next hangover cure that was submitted was by Mariel. Shout out to Mariel. If you know, you know the host of that show, Fuck Me Up. And she literally just submitted three letters and it was the best submission and three letters I received. Fa. She said the best hangover cure was fa. And I can attest to that as well. I love fa. Fa is the best thing that has ever been invented. <laughs> the, the best food slash soup. I love pho. I used to be a ramen girl, but I have merged to the pho side. Oof. I, there's, there's too much to say, but basically I agree. If you're hungover, go get pho and literally just like breathe it in, sip the broth, put some sauce in there. I don't know what it's called, but it's the brown one. Oof, chef's kids. I like the beef one so definitely get the beef one Ooh, i'm hungry now i think i want to get full <laughs> okay but anyways the next on entree <laughs> see i am hungry the next entry was also by fern aka fernanda and she said cup ramen or yeah like the sopa de vaso cup ramen and water and I mean, honestly, if you don't have money for pho to go out to eat pho, I think this is a good second choice. Just get your sopa de vaso, heat it up the same thing. It'll do the same wonders. That sounds good. And then you can put your own stuff on there. That saves money. See, you're curing your hangover and you're not spending money or not wasting money and you're budgeting. It's a win-win and make sure you don't forget your water. So I agree. Thank you, Fernando. Okay. And Nasty Della also submitted another hangover cure. And she said, hers is very specific. She said, weed, ramen, and an ice cold Coke. That sounds great. That sounds delicious. If you smoke weed, I also have heard that weed helps with nausea. So I, I haven't tried that. I think I should next time, but that sounds really good. That sounds bomb. Like, if you're going to go out to eat ramen, just get a nice cold Coke. And before you eat it, take a little swig, swig of your weed pen or whatever. That sounds bomb. One time I was so hungover that I drank like three ginger ales. Because there were ice cold ginger ales that I had in the fridge. And I just needed, I felt like I needed like carbonation to help. I feel like that's why a lot of people say Coke or like a nice cold like beer michelada that helps with hangovers because i feel like carbonation in general kind of helps with the nausea too i don't know i'm just thinking here okay this one was kind of cool so this submission was from myrna and she said filling a big bowl with ice water and ice cubes and trying to keep your face underwater for 20 seconds i've seen people do that i wonder like i guess it works i've never tried that but Hey, I heard it works for wrinkles too and just like tightening your skin. So honestly, win-win. You're curing your hangover and you're looking young at the same time. How efficient. And it's cheap. Just get some water and ice. I'm going to try that next time. That, that sounds like a good idea because I feel like even when you're hungover, you're just like feeling like ugh. And I feel like ice water would like bring you up like that. Okay, this is funny. My mom actually submitted something as well and she said un té de hojas de guayabas quita la cruda and i did not know that i mean i just started hearing about that so 
I don't know. I should try that out next time. And if you check this out, let me know if that worked. But I guess it does. I don't actually, I don't like guayabas. Sorry, I don't know if that's a hot take. But I just don't like the texture of how it tastes when you eat it. But I can drink guayaba water. Like agua de guayaba. So maybe I'll try this. Because if it's like a te, it wouldn't be too bad. But hey, you heard it here first from my mom herself. I believe her. Shout out to my mom. She knows. She probably was like, I've been there, done that. And this tea has helped her. So if you want to try this out, get some hojas de guayaba and make a tea out of it. Okay, next submission was from Cameron. And he said, a Gatorade, a good breakfast, and some cardio to sweat it out. And honestly, the good breakfast part, that's true. You need to eat. Even if you're nauseous, you need to like eat something force yourself because waiting it out and skipping breakfast is going to make it worse i think but honestly like the sweating it out part the cardio like i heard that works too i i had not tried it because you swear like that's the last thing i want to do when i'm hungover get up and work out but if you're strong and you can get yourself out of bed and you want to do it do it and let me know if it works i heard it works and then, I mean, that is true. Like, you're getting your body pumping. You're sweating out the alcohol. But I don't want to do that when I'm hungover. So if you want to do that, there you go. Sweat it out at the gym. <laughs> okay, the next submission was from Louis. And he also said a michelada and menudo. You already know. I already said it. I feel like just any soup with a cold drink or even a michelada would really help. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a common, how would you say it? Like, I feel like menudo is just like a staple hangover cure. So you heard, like, if you don't know, now you know. I put you on. Menudo, oh, not me. I mean, this is like a whole Latino thing. So I'm just spreading the information that menudo and micheladas are it for the hangover cure. That, if you're going to take anything away is that a menudo and michelada will kill the cruda. Oh, I thought I would... In my head, it sounded like it would rhyme, but when I said it, it didn't really sound cool. But anyway, that's, that's the message of today's episode. But wait, I have one more submission. The next submission is from Joshua, and this one was very interesting. I have to look it up after. But he said, hair of the dog. What does that mean? Hold on. Oh, it's a... It's a saying, like a metaphor, I think, or an expression. That's funny. When I read it, oh my god, I legit thought he meant like drinking like hair of a dog, like making a tea out of it. <laughs> That's so funny. But no, just in case you're like me and don't know, it says hair of the dog. I googled it, by the way. Short for hair of the dog that bit you is a colloquial, colloquial, colloquial expression in the english language used to refer to alcohol that is consumed with the aim of lessening the effects of a hangover wow i did not know that i wonder if they have a saying like that in spanish but yeah okay so that's what he meant another one just to end off the hangover cures keep drinking so and he honestly joshua like if you're listening i feel like he knows He's done it. He's a pro. He goes to WeHo. He goes to the Abbey. <laughs> he's been on my podcast too, so he said this on air. But I believe him. I trust him. He's credible. And he says, 
keep drinking and that will heal your hangover so you heard it here first ladies and gents and days <laughs> he's she's and days you've heard it here the hangover cures there's a there's an abundance of them but basically what i got from this and what maybe you can get out of this is that a good soup and an ice cold drink will really help your nausea or if all else fails keep drinking wow so that was my last submission thank you guys for participating this is an interesting episode very interesting submissions as well thank you guys for doing that and i enjoyed reading all of them now i i'm gonna i'm gonna try these hangover cures next time i'm gonna that's my homework and this is for research purposes only i'm gonna get super drunk this weekend and make sure i try these hangover cures the next day and i'll let you know if they worked or not and like i said research purposes only but thank you for tuning in today that is it for today's episode if you liked today's episode or just want to support my podcast, make sure that you go follow and subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And leave me a five-star review on Apple because that will really help my podcast get more exposure and have you know other people find it on their feed when they look up like keywords for my podcast. And if you aren't yet, make sure that you follow my podcast socials at the chatty fox underscore. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm going to try to post more like visual content on my podcast too. So maybe it can be for those people who don't just listen to podcasts, but also like to see them. I unfortunately can't do the whole podcast yet because I don't have a camera, but I can probably do snippets and make it into like a real or TikTok. So yeah, thank you guys so much. And I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye.